Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast, it's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic, you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? I'm going undercover in the Ku Klux Klan. You ready? Born ready. The wars are coming. I gotta get in deeper with these guys. That's what I'm talking about. Power to the people. Black Klansman in theaters August 10th. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. all go fuck yourselves we'll do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks yeah yeah <laughs> oh hello good sir hello 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 there welcome welcome everyone to movie sucktastic number 293 uh yeah 293 all oh, right yeah you did baby Woo! uh episode four of our oscar uh extravaganza we're reviewing all the best picture films mm-hmm. that are nominated mm-hmm. and this episode we're uh we're on the second half of our um black duo with black clansmen that's right. We uh, last what we episode, we did Black Panther. We did Black Panther last episode, which which we 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 did we liked, but not as an Oscar nom. Yeah, nowhere near an Oscar nom, but we did enjoy the right. film. I mean, we and, we're comic book guys. I mean, we were watching comic book movies when they were actually shitty, <laughs> and every time, oh, yeah, every time we're like, maybe maybe this is gonna be the one that's not gonna be complete and utter shit and destroy my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that then, didn't 
that didn't start happening until like the two the year 2000 when x-men was made it was like wow they made a movie and it wasn't total garbage Uh, and then of course when Spider-Man came out in 2002 it was like that's it they're making good comic book movies now and they kind of been doing it ever since I mean there's been yeah. some bad ones you know like the reboot of Fantastic Four or the original Fantastic Four or the sequel to or Fantastic, any Fantastic Four, Four or any Fantastic Four <laughs> they're all fucking but, bad but we're not here to talk about superheroes we're here to talk about cops and clan members. That's right. Now, full disclosure, I am the biggest Spike Lee. Ooh, you broke up. Don't know what you said. Don't know if you're not a Spike Lee fan, or if you are. I am not. I'm. I'm not a Spike Lee fan. Okay. At least, not in a, not in a full sense where I like him as a person. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't liked everything he's done, but I have liked his some of his movies. I I I I like some of his films and some of the films I don't like I still appreciate for what they were and then there's others I just don't like. Yeah. Like um, I liked I, I like that Son of Sam movie he did. But, Thought that was pretty good. See, I didn't care for that. I I but that was me because if you're doing a Son of Sam movie, uh do it about Son of Sam. Uh, don't yeah. do it about John Leguizamo not wanting to get a blowjob from his wife. Uh, that's to me, that's not serial killer fun. No, you. I listen. I, I I will agree with that. And if you take away, um, if you take away a lot of uh, from what that film did, yeah, it prob- it's not a son of Sam movie. I liked that it involved a lot of different characters and the city, New York City, and all that. And it did only have a small bit of son of Sam, but it was more based on how everyone was dealing with son of Sam. Uh, terrorizing the city so and he has and the dog talks <laughs> the, the dog always stop the, the old the dog was that's what son of sam said the dog talked to him and told right, him what to do you, but that doesn't mean you have the dog talk in the film yeah it's like when john right. carpenter decided not to have christine talk that's a smart fucking idea and i've had i've had people come to me and say oh i hated that movie why'd you hate that movie well the car talks in the book and has conversations and dialogue i'm like yeah, that doesn't mean that it's going to work well on in a movie. So you know what? I applaud John Carpenter for not having that fucking car talk. Right. So so needless. So basically, what I'm saying is, I have kind of a mixed relationship with Spike Lee as a director. Okay. I love this movie. This movie was fucking great. <laughs> and I think I think I, I called beforehand that if if that this film should have been nominated for best picture and it was and i love the fact that it came out in august and was remembered because when movies don't come out earlier yeah, in right? the year they completely get forgotten um mm-hmm. you know when a movie does come out and gets nominated like months later that always makes me happy because obviously the film had a lasting impression enough to be remembered it's like shit that movie that came out a long time ago that really deserves that nomination because the market, or I should say cinemas, get completely saturated with movies from pretty much October, November to the end of December. And then those, for the most part, a lot of the times, are the only movies nominated. Now, it's a it's a power play from the studios. They put their best stuff, or what they feel is their best stuff, at the end of the year because they know the nominations are coming out. And it will get more notoriety. 
But the fact that this movie came out over the summer, came out in early August, and was remembered by the end of December, is a big fucking deal. That that shows... A movie to remember. Yeah, that shows its legs, that it has them, and that it deserves to be at the party. Yeah, I, but... And this is Denzel Washington's son. Pardon? This is Denzel Washington's son. Right. And he doesn't sound or look anything like Denzel Washington until near the end of the film when he actually is, he like yells something. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Denzel Washington's voice right there. (laughs) I was like, there's no fucking mistake that that is Denzel Washington's voice. I mean, that is like, it's not his face, but that is absolutely his voice. Now, this is the kind of film I see as an Oscar nomination worthy film. Now it's, it's uh, based on a true story. Yep. It's very topical for the time. I mean, it ties in, even though it's about stuff that takes place in the 70s. Uh, 70s, right? Late um, 60s, early 70s? Yeah, no, it's the 70s. Yeah. Early, early 70s? 70s? Early 70s. Yeah, early 70s. Um, you, you, uh, it, it's the, the, the racist aspect uh, with your white nationalist or back then the Klan movement. Uh, echoes with the sudden, the recent rise of white nationalism in this country, even so much as having David Duke in this film, who is currently a huge Trump fan. And <laughs> yeah, uh, so you've got that aspect. But I, he's gotten a little more exposure because this film was nominated recently too. <laughs> not great exposure. No, not great exposure. But Topher Topher Grace was the perfect pick. But and you know what? A certain someone talked to me about it and says, you know, I couldn't enjoy this film. It Topher Grace, you know, that guy from that 70s show is playing David Duke. And I'm like, and? That's the point. Exactly. And I'm like, and the dude, and I think they were also going along the lines of he looks too young or, he, you know, he's from that 70s. The dude's 41 now. Topher Grace yeah. is fucking 41 years old. Let it go. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like the, the dude's in his 40s. He'll be 50 before you know it. Just because he doesn't look like he's in his forties doesn't mean he can't play yeah. this part. And, and he's he'll playing look like he's twenty. Well, he's playing a young David Duke, who right. is in his like twenties or early thirties at the time when this time period is taking place. No, Topher Grace is perfect for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but like beyond all of that, the direction is gr- brilliant. Yep. The performances great. The screenplay awesome. Yeah, and I think it's and nominated in all of those categories, right? It's not. It's nominated for best director. It's nominated for best adapted screenplay, um, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Adam uh, Driver. Kayla Ren. Adam Driver. Yeah, he's nominated they made a, for best supporting. They made a big deal that he was nominated, but um, um, Denzel Washington's son. I can't remember his first name. James something John Washington. David. John David Washington. John David Washington. He's not nominated, but his performance is fucking great too. It's like if yeah. you want to talk about a snub, that's a snub right there. Yeah, uh, you know, make of it what you will. You know, uh, act actors. As far as I understand the voting process, it's actors voting for these oh, actors. So and that's talk to them. That's uh, almost every category. It's peers, except for right. picture and directing. Is that no, the only? I think it's. Um, I thought the only category that they they revoked that on was um, animated feature because they're okay. trying to get more again because they're trying to get more mainstream stuff in there. Okay, so it is every category is voted by peers. 
I, it's to my knowledge. I mean, okay. well, best picture. I mean, I think everybody's up here in that case because. Well, there's guidelines to like you have to have worked like so many times in the past certain years in that field. Yeah, and you also need so, that to even get the uh, to get health insurance. Um, right. But well, like the best picture. I mean, that's just that's just. I, I guess there, there's no is if you work in films. Period. No, well, no, I know but everything else. You have to you have to work under that specific category. Director. Yeah, and and I didn't know if they segregated that in the fact that like listen, only directors and producers and studio heads can vote on the best picture, but you know, uh, actors and no. and everyone else can vote on every other category. I didn't know if they did that. But it, I, I don't know. I never looked that far. I all all I know is that nonsense with the with the best animated shorts. They can make sure Wreck It Ralph gets in there. <laughs> that was the Lego movie, I think was your uh, original uh, example. To give you to give you credit. To give you the credit right. that I think believe that was what you had mentioned. Yeah, or that was just an example of that's you know we again it's Hollywood sucking its own dicks like oh we got to get the big budget stuff in there no one cares about Anomalisa <laughs> you know no one saw that shit we got to get we have to get the Disney shit in there because I, Disney's bringing in the money I really fucking Lucky. like the Anomalisa but um that but was you, but you know what I'm saying yeah They're I know I know the, exactly they what need you're the saying mainstream Disney crap in there. Pixar's got to get in there. Come on. I think they have two movies this year in there. I think they have Wreck-It Ralph and they have uh, Incredibles 2, which will realistically now, win. I can't even talk about that. Back to back to Black Klansman, <laughs> a lighter subject. Um, I mean, there are so many parts of the film that are still ingrained in my head. I mean, the, for me, the biggest genius part of the film from a directorial standpoint even a writing standpoint is when um ron stallworth uh denzel washington's son uh he goes undercover to a, a black uh black power I, I forget the exact name of the person but it's like it's like a black power rally yeah and uh oh, that's right he said he changed I, his name yeah and and so it's a I'll long drawn out scene where they have the guy's speech and they keep he, uh, de, uh, um, Spike Lee keeps focusing in on uh, the faces of people in the audience with a black backdrop, isolating them. And why is he doing this? But it, it, I caught on um, eventually. It's, I, I love the fact that what he was doing there is you you from the like the far right you always get this breaking uh, up black again. Black Lives Matter is just like them or. Black Panthers are just like them. Yeah, uh, right. his name was Kawami Ture. That was the mm -hmm. name of the, the the activist leader, who right. so, he he was. I was like, I know this guy. I know who he is. And he was in um, he was in that movie, um, Straight Outta Compton. He played okay. Dr. Dre in that, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the guy. Um, he was great in the film. Like right. he was great. And uh, Ron Stallworth, okay. he goes there undercover. And he's just like, I'm going to do my job. And by the end of it, he's like, yeah, fucking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. But but the important part of it was, was really just focusing on the point that the difference between that, the, like the black power movement of that time. Right. And the Klan movement of that time is one is trying to empower a group and uh, their own group. And the other side is like, yeah, we have to, you know, we have to. Uh, we have to stop them from being empowered. We have to kill Darkie. <laughs> yeah, it was very hardcore, you know, 
how blacks are inferior and what the black power movement was trying to do is 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 was trying to like fight off the negative effects of this racism inherent in society and say no you're you're worthy you're you're great people you're beautiful people and and i think it was important to start off with that right i mean stuff like that it just shows it's it's a well crafted movie screenplay play, and i tell you the other part i loved What's is that? um the the nazi bunker scene <laughs> with with uh, Adam uh Driver. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Where he takes him in the basement. You're gonna take this <laughs> fucking lie detector test. <laughs> but I mean I think that um Adam Driver deserved that nomination just for like scenes like that. He yeah, he was you I, I you I was I could easily forget that he was Kylo Ren in scenes like that. Well that's he's he's a really good actor. And he is. he's He's kind of because the Star Wars films are so popular and so huge, and Kylo Ren is a new character, and it's uh, toys and costumes and all that shit. He's forever going to be associated with that, but he's done some really good stuff. What was the other film that he did? Um, oh God, it was the one where they robbed the um, the NASCAR or the Indy Five Hundred. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. That Lucky. he. Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Yes, you're right. That was great, and he was great in it too. Um, you know, it's like what's his face? Uh, that director, Soderbergh. He's real hit or miss with his movies. Like he'll make a bad movie or a movie that's not so great, and then he'll make a fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. And he'll go back and forth. You know, um, he made a film called Unsane, and I haven't seen it yet. And it's filmed in a weird aspect ratio. It's not filmed in a widescreen oh. aspect ratio. It's almost filmed like I... it was uh, done from like a cell phone or something like that. It's that kind of grainy, but also not a full widescreen aspect ratio. It's kind of like a 4-3, but even like weirder than that. So th- that was done on purpose. And I, I don't know I why. I have yet, but I have that as well. I'm yeah. sure after watching the film, when you get to the end, you'll probably understand why it's in that aspect ratio because obviously it's done for a reason so so that makes me intrigued to want to see it mm-hmm. but um but yeah no uh spike lee did a really amazing job with this film did you notice that uh, in one of the scenes it was uh when they're all watching the uh, birth of a nation <laughs> and did uh, did you notice what he did there <laughs> Uh, did you notice what he did there with the a typical black stereotype is that they they talk a lot during the film and they yell at the screen that he had oh, yeah. the white woman doing that like throughout uh, the entire scene. It's like she's just yelling out stuff like nobody else is just her. And it's like I, I it's like I see what you did there. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> I mean, the, the, what I like, too, is is. It, it kind of sh- showed the absurdity of, like, clan people. Oh, it showed yeah. the absurdity of the whole movement, but without, but without not taking it seriously. I, I think my only problem with the entire portrayal is the 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 uh, is what of the guy, of the main guy. I'm you got you got cut out. I didn't hear what you said. Is the, my only problem is is with the wife of the one character. Oh, uh, the, that was the guy with the bunker. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're the one that's the one that was laughing and making all the noise during the, the birth of a nation. Yeah. I, I thought she was too okay. Let's get someone who's like not, you Some, know, like let's get a fat, unattractive woman. Not I'm not knocking the actress, but I mean, no, it's I like, know. Okay, um, let's put her in there, and it, it's well, it's it, too easy. It was too easy, and her whole reason to exist was to to make it easy to hate her. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't good it wasn't comic relief it was just yeah it was it was easy it was an easy way out yeah definitely no uh, i i did notice yeah. that too i did notice that too that it was just i'm not saying they should have got jodie foster no no i know what you mean but they she was chosen and she was portrayed in such a way so that it was an, it was easy real easy way to hate hate that character so that when you know things happen you're, you know it's a like yeah kind of moment so yeah. also too it's like you don't make it all right we're dealing with evil white people white evil white people here right don't make them all goofy white people too and they didn't but it's certain people i think topher grace they were like hedging a line or or you know he is a very people he's instinctively a comedic actor oh yeah you know what i mean no absolutely but but like for that role i thought it was a good choice but again you just can't be too heavy-handed and it's sometimes I thought it was, it it was, for for a film that's so complex, it was an easy choice. That's right. why that's my only problem with it. No, uh, yeah. Well, I guess if I had uh, any issues with it, and the end product, I don't care. But when the film was um, being trailered, and a couple of the trailers made it seem like it was funnier than it actually was. Because this film does have comedic elements to it, but it is very mm-hmm. far from a comedy. It's actually nowhere near a comedy. It just it's a serious film with some comedic elements. But the trailers make make it look like you're going to be watching some laugh out loud type comedy uh, in a couple of the trailers, you know. And I I can I don't like it when they do things like that because yeah. it it. I think it puts the wrong light on the movie. The, this is a better film than that. So that would be my only qualm is I didn't I didn't really like how they portrayed it in the trailer. They, they I, were selling it. I they were. And you know what, the end product, I I really liked uh the film. I really loved the film actually. So I don't care. I didn't I didn't watch the trailer until after I watched it cuz I needed to get a trailer for this podcast and i'm like oh they did that with the trailer they made it look like mm. a comedy and i'm like oh that's not cool um because you're right they were trying to sell it so i don't think anyone sh- anyone p- should have left dissatisfied but if they did because they thought they were going to see a comedy they probably were well i don't know I, I, professionals like you and i we, <laughs> we take trailers with a spoonful of doubt I still think you're right. I still think we need to do uh, that bit called uh, that I came up with a long time ago called two and a half minutes. I really still like that idea. It's it's a long game, you know. It's a slow burn for that bit. Mm-hmm. And I'll remind everyone what the bit is. We watch a trailer, we make a prediction on the trailer, and then at some point, we either review the film or we've watched it and just bring it back to the show. And we see how close we were to our actual actual prediction. I actually, I kind of did that with um, with um, escape room. 
I actually wrote. I took my book with me because I was going alone, and I actually wrote notes of okay, here are my predictions. Oh, really? Based on the trailer. Yeah. And how and how, I, how well did you do? Oh, I I, I nailed it. <laughs> See, oh, this is this is the perfect bit for us. Slight, slightly off topic. Yeah. Real quick. Speaking of that, the one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about and trailers. This is a perfect example. Okay. About um, escape room. You know, in the trailer, when they're sitting around, and we talked about this because I mentioned um, uh, House at Haunted Hill, right? Uh, which is the remake it would be for this, I think. Uh, but they start talking about the prize, and the one guy says, "Oh, and if you survive, the, if you make it out of the uh, escape room, you get one million dollars." Okay. It's, in the movie, it's ten thousand dollars. I'm sorry. What? The trailer says a million, and the movie is ten. Yes, and I almost—I I haven't gone back because I'm almost 100 percent positive I did not mishear the film, the trailer, <laughs> because I immediately because I again a million dollars, like that's such a round number that you see in other films. I immediately made that leap to the House on Haunted Hill remake. And in the movie, when he said ten thousand, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, that episode just went up, by the way, um, our January releases. So that's on YouTube now. Everyone can mm -hmm. watch all the January films that came or are coming out this month. We have a whole episode dedicated to it where we talk, we watch the trailer you, and we talk about it. You can watch it and you can watch the trailer and you can see if I was right about it being a million dollars in that trailer because I'm pretty sure it was. There you go. But it, just as far as, you know, trailers. Who, who would the do film? that for, I mean... I guess they're just thinking they have to get out of an escape room, which is, you know, a simple or a complex game. No one's actually going to get killed. So for 10000 it would be like, no. yeah, I'll do that for 10000 But for a million... I, I, ideally, yeah, you wouldn't go in a room if you thought death was... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I did mention that this was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor, Best Director... And best screenplay. Yep. I forget if it's up for anything else. I'm looking real quick. Uh, it's best um, adapted because it's uh, based on a. It's actually based on a number one bestseller. Which is yeah, which is a true story. This the whole movie actually happened. Again, they changed some things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's an it's it's a dramatization. Now. You oh, it's also up for best original score. Okay. Yeah. There it is. I was just looking now. Um, which, to be honest, I, I see I could see it winning that. They might give it to Mary Poppins Returns, but oh, oh, it's also up for film editing. Which, dear God, I hope it wins. Anything but Bohemian Rhapsody should win Best Film Editing. So it's actually up for. Let's and see. production design. No, that's Black Panther. Never mind. So it's up for five Oscars. Picture, director, adapted, editing, score. I, I, I would be okay if it won Best Picture. I'd be fine with it for Best Picture. I, 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 I hope it does. Out of, honestly, out of the four films we've reviewed so far for, for Oscars, it's my favorite. Uh, what yeah, Stars Born? We did Bohemian, we did Blood. Yep. So far, this is also my favorite film. Now I've seen. Yeah. Well, no, I. I should. I sh of the films we've done for the podcast, I can say it's my favorite. But 
I've actually seen one other Best Picture nominee, and I'll save it for when we review that film, but it's Green Book. Okay. I enjoyed, that's my favorite film so far, of the five movies that I've seen. Now, I haven't seen Vice yet. I haven't seen, I've seen some of the favorite, but I haven't seen it all yet. Um, And I haven't seen Roma yet either. So... I got four movies left to watch, or three. I mean, actually. right now, out of the four films we reviewed, uh, I, I'm equally *Stars Born* and *Black Klansman*. As far as like, I, I think because of the nature of Hollywood, *A Star Is Born* is a bit more likely to win. But I'd be equally okay with either one of these. From what I've going read, away with the gold. from what I've been reading. Uh, Green Book is the front runner. Like it's the movie to beat. That's what I keep reading. I can right. see why it it's the we haven't reviewed it yet, but it's the film I've enjoyed the most so All far. Right. Um, also, I've seen the trailer. On uh... I know what I know how you may feel about the film, but it's it's well. It's better than what I think you're thinking. I don't know if there you'll is, enjoy it, but see, I'm I'm going off. There's there's some controversy around the film too, and I'm going to be interested in talking about that when we review it. Okay. Uh, because because it's controversial stuff that I don't think is controversial. I, I um, I disagree with the controversial uh, stance on the film. I think I know what you're talking uh, I about. So I seen I, I, it. Yeah. I think I know what you're so, talking about, so I'm interested to talk about it when we do review it. That's going to be an interesting episode. Yeah, we don't yep. know what two films we're reviewing next week, but it will be two. Um, and then the following week will be the last two. Yep. So, we got four left. I guess we should end this show, right? What do you think? Yeah, what, what do you want to rate Black Klansman? What's it currently at? It's currently... 7.5. 7.5. I'd go 8 on this. You know what? Me too. I think this is a solid eight. Oh, you know, oh, one other thing I was not thrilled with in the film was at the very end, uh, the whole shtick with the the, uh, the two people floating down the hallway. Oh. <laughs> I get it. Stop. I didn't care for it. Whatever. Yeah. That's just... I mean, you knew, you kind of knew what he was going for with it, but yeah, I'm with you on that. And, and, I, and I thought he, that he kind of went back and forth between like stylized and realistic fairly well yeah uh i didn't i didn't hate it i was just like eh. that's all okay it still worked yeah it did still work it didn't take away from the film but i i definitely know what you mean i'm on board uh with that uh i'd go eight on this there's no doubt in my mind that this is at least an eight great film would not be disappointed if it won. I, as a matter of fact, I think the only film that I would be, and I couldn't say disappointed because if it if Black Panther won Best Picture, the fact that it's nominated has opened up opened up doors for other comic book films that are worth being nominated. Um, like for instance, I actually had this conversation very recently with somebody who said. They they thought that the Beauty and the Beast animated film was the best film that year, and Silence of the Lambs should not have won, and Beauty and the Beast should have won. And 
they were saying that that year it got so close to an animated film winning Best Picture that that's when they ended up creating the Best Animated Film category so that an animated film wouldn't be a Best Picture nomination uh, anymore. So what the, what Black Panther being nominated does is it opens up the door for Best Picture comic book films that could potentially be nominated for Best Picture. Ones that are deserving. Um, whether or not it does that, who knows? Maybe they finally say, shit, Black Panther got nominated. Almost, a comic book movie, a fantasy film comic book movie, almost won Best Picture. We should create that best, you know, that best popular category now. They might do the same thing that they did with the animated thing. Like, who that, knows what happens? That, they said with that best picture category, they said, "Oh, we're gonna we'll talk about that later." Like yeah. they said, it'll be up for discussion later. So that means like, "Oh yeah, we'll wait." Yeah, they're gonna bring it up again. They will bring it up again, but the fact that they nominated Black Panther might just put it permanently on hold or just done. They won't do it. Or that, or that'll be the reason they do it because they'll say, "Hey, you know." If you don't think this should have been a best picture, then we got a category for you. Yeah, I I, I, I think that's a shit category. I think it undermines everything that they're trying to do. Everything they do under the fact the fact that they don't have a host this year undermines what they're trying to do. Oh. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. There's just going to be like thirty hosts. That's everyone that goes up there and talks is going to be the host in that moment. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to fucking suck. I think Kevin Hart was the host for less than 24 hours before they got rid of him because of a tweet that he made years ago. Same shit they pull with James Gunn. And you know what? I mentioned it last week. I mentioned it once before. I'm so fucking happy that Warner Brothers pulled the fucking trigger on that and said, you know what? Don't give a fuck what you tweeted. Make us great films because we know that you fucking can. So Mm -hmm. James Gunn is going to be the fucking savior of DC. He is going to do Suicide Squad 2, and I can guarantee you they're going to be so happy with what he does that he will take over different parts of the franchise. Justice League series, he's good at that. That's what he's good at. And they'll shit on it anyway because it's DC. Fuck them. Well, they'll shit on it anyway because James Gunn is directing it because they can't let that shit go. Yeah, they'll... You know, the, it, like we talked about Wonder Woman uh, not being panned. I can guarantee you that the second film, it's like, you know what? We gave the first film a great review. We can mm-hmm. give the second one a bad review now because we'll say it wasn't as good as the first one. And that's how we'll be able to pan it. That'll be their loophole. Like, you watch. You watch when Wonder Woman 1984 comes out. It's The reviews for it are going to be tepid. You know, they're not going to be... <laughs> like they were for the first Wonder Woman film. Somehow it's going to be, I can guarantee you, for the most part, they're going to be, it wasn't as good as the first film. This film does a lot of good things, but it totally misses what the first film did. And that's how they're going to be able to pan it. I guarantee it. The first film did. That's Captain America. (laughs) I I guarantee it. Anyway, anyway, we got to get that drinking game started. No. (laughs) No. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us. Uh, episode 293 of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you, as always. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download the show there. Listen to the show there. Join us live every week 
every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post from trailers to when we go live to just anything that fancies us, it goes there. You can go to our iTunes and you can download the show or listen to it on there as well. Leave us a review when you go there. We always appreciate it. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can also email us. The address for that is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. We even have a Tumblr page. It's moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can download the free Android app for your Android device. Everything I said is in there, and it's pretty damn good. Uh, and that about does it for me. Mr. Wilson, any words of wisdom? God bless white America. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have chosen those, but go for it. It's from the movie. I know it's from the movie. I'm fucking with you. It's like when I said, uh, like, two weeks ago, I said, you bleeding yet? And you're like, whoa, I can't get on board with that. I'm like, I don't fucking mean it. It's just a joke. <laughs> I did, We did that when we did the Space Hunter episode. I was oh. making a joke. It's like, I don't know if I can get on board with that. I'm like, dude, relax. I'm and anyway, kidding. God bless White America. God bless White America. All right, everybody. White gold. White gold. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.